Welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 327. Not 40-something. Uh, yeah. You was about to say, yeah, not that. It was wrong. It was like one after 326 <laughs> and before 328. Yeah. yeah. As always, we do have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip is remove irrelevant sites from GDN. Yeah, GDN, your Google Display Network. Remove all those irrelevant sites that get you irrelevant traffic and irrelevant clicks and add sites that you do want to show on. Boom. All right. Please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position, position snatchers. snatchers. And our mantra is... Do not be a douche. And I skipped it. Uh, we are filming live in Houston. Ooh. So you can watch this broadcast. We're actually broadcasting live on, Facebook on Facebook live for yeah, the first time. That's kind social. of exciting. Uh, so go ahead and pay attention. Connect with us. Because uh, when we go live and you know information goes out, you guys can join us. So that's kind of cool. You can mm-hmm. see it in real time. For all of you who have been listeners, long-time listeners, and I know there's a lot out there, um, and you've always wanted to catch the video of the show. Boom, it's nice and easy. It's going on right now. Tune in. Let's see what's next. We got a great article today. We got to give a punch in the face to a... Punch in the face to some people. Jason Demers. What's up, Jason? Posts a lot of articles in different places. He posted this on Search Engine Land. Seven e-commerce SEO trends. That we're seeing in 2016. Right. And so we'll dive in. And what I realized from going through this article, that he kind of focused on e-commerce, but most of these trends could be used for any website. Relevant for and everything. so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. Lucky number seven. Very cool. Uh, hey, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast or watched this podcast, howdy, howdy welcome. We're glad you've joined us. We're going to get into the meat of the podcast Hi, here y'all shortly. If you've listened to this podcast before, then you know that we're going to skip a section. Mm-hmm. And the way this works is if we get at least 10 shikos, which are... Shares, likes, and follows. If we get at least 10 of those on any one of our social platforms and we get a review. Uh, one, when we don't get a review, I get a tear get tattoo. get a tear tattoo, and I was so, glad you was no tattoo no, machine when I got the to the office today. Up. Yeah, so we did get a review, and we did get at least 10 shikos, so I won't go through kind of the, the, the little segment where we teach you how you to do that. Yeah. how to leave a review. We will tell, tell you, though, how to shiko us. And there's a lot of platforms. They're easy to get to, easy to navigate. Go ahead and engage with us. And those platforms are Facebook.com slash results, Twitter.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, uh, LinkedIn.com slash company slash results. And all of those will take you to our, our yeah. page. And go ahead and leave a comment, write a review, share, like, and follow us while you're there. It's a shiko. Absolutely. Hey, if you have a device, some sort of instrument that yeah. enables you to tweet, yeah, usually tweet it's us. a cell phone. It could be a workstation, a computer, it could a be tablet, a tablet, it could be a watch, it could yeah. be anything. Yeah. Tweet us. When you tweet us, use the hashtag SEO Podcast. That will we'll know which one you were watching. And this is number 327. And then be sure to tag us in it. At eWeb Results, at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back, because we do follow you back, and do all of our social networking stuff. Excellent. If you are a PHP genius or a rude, rude press guru, uh, that means you've rude got a PhD press. in rudeness. You're like, you just a or, beast at <laughs> WordPress. <laughs> I think they're called trolls. Um, if you're a WordPress genius, we're probably looking for you. Go ahead and submit an audio resume. You can submit that at 713-510-7846. I have a couple questions. Answer them there. If you want a free 
comprehensive website analysis, we have one for Just you, for you or your team. All you need to do to get that analysis is go to our website, eWebResults.com. You will find a green button that you cannot miss, and you can click that, and boom, you've got your free website analysis. I'll, we'll follow up actually with a phone call uh, before we get that analysis run. Do we have any Algo Cat today? Uh, I do got some Algo Cat. Time for the favorite segment of the program, the, the Algorithm, algorithm Cataclysm. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, wait. No. Here's for you, Facebook. <laughs> Algorithm cataclysm. cataclysm. You'll learn that later. Yep. So dig this algo cat. It's kind of cool. I bought it here because, again, anytime Google makes a change that affects the search engine results page or the SERP is what we call it, then I feel like it's cataclysm worthy. Yep, this one is actually pretty good, right? So, so first off, Google is brilliant right. by them. I knew yeah, they was going to figure yeah. out a way to make money, right? So, remember, local listings condense from the seven-pack to the three-pack, right? Right, right. So by the way, I just have to stop you for a second. I just saw, like, three hearts float across the live Oh, we mean three people like this. Yeah. That's what I mean. We got four people watching. Thank y'all for tuning in live. Comment so we can see who's watching right now on Facebook Live. Just post a comment with your name. Um, And we can punch in the face. I was like, are the hearts a good thing? (laughs) I didn't really doubt, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, that means they love us. Yeah. (laughs) That's what that means. So dig this, though. So they reduced the seven-pack to the three-pack. Right, right. right. And so now the three-pack comes with ads. Wow. Not only ads. Wow. Local ads. Local ads in the three pack. Above yeah. and below potentially at least. Wow. Yeah. So it makes sense for us to run a local ad on top of our already local listing. <laughs> because we know that running PPC ads and having organic placement. Increases crypto's. It just go. does that. Yeah. So, so that's our right. Algo Catman local ads being shown in the Have three pack. Have you seen any yet? I haven't seen any. I saw the screenshot on okay. Search Engine Journal. Right. And then that was all I saw. Okay. Well, it should be, I mean, it should be implemented first on, like, plumber yeah. or electrician or something uh, kind of high volume like that. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, that's kind of so. cool. All right, so I've just got a couple pieces of news here. This is really cool and seemingly relevant. Cool and <laughs> almost relevant. Okay. My news is, like, techie. I like your, like, tech stuff. Uh, Matt Cutts is joining the Pentagon's Defense Digital Service Team. I knew he was going to do something. Yeah. I knew that when he was like, you know what, Google... I don't know if I'm coming back yet. When yeah. when that was kind of in the air, I was like, yeah, he's looking for something different to do. Something something exciting. And then he made the comment that, man, the Google people they got in place right now are doing a great job. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. that means you just about to check out. And so, so he made a comment that he's got a, you know, a number of people, uh, obviously in, in Silicon Valley or whatever in that na- in in that uh, network, mm-hmm. and there, you know, some of them had helped in healthcare.gov and you know are like. Hey, why don't we apply our genius, genius to, right, this, to yeah. the government for the they, problems of the They obviously the need some help. <laughs> <laughs> and always have and probably always, always will. will. Exactly. And man, I'm excited about that because I think if people, you know, people are often looking for charities and you don't think of the U.S. government as a need charity. Need some help, yeah. But their delivery of service, I think we can safely call a charity, right? Is that, Would that be a safe statement? Man, if you want to call it that, Jessica, man, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you watching right now. Punching the face to you. Hopefully you're a podcast listener. Who yeah, knows she, what says, that she says, uh, I love your podcast. Okay, punch in the face. <laughs> Boom. Love it. All right, and then my next piece of news was the Brexit. 
So Britain leaving the European Union, yeah. and uh, I just made the comment, and Charles is right that I made the comment. Do we have to have some sort of like name for name for everything? And, and yeah. this is, is this yeah. I love it. The Brexit. Yeah. I ain't gonna say I love the situation, right? Right. Because uh, it obviously had implications over here. Right. Uh, but the fact that they titled it the Brexit is kind of cool. I was thinking something blending like the Britain fu or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so remember, Texas talked about succeeding from the United States, it's, and so it, it, by it's in our it's on our whatever agreement that we can uh, we can uh, text we it. can text it. <laughs> I like it, not text it. Yeah, text we can text it. it. Uh, that's pretty cool. And then I also saw this. I'm sure you saw the the Microsoft mosquito catcher that has artificial intelligence. Yeah, maybe you saw the picture. I don't know if you read anything about it. It actually determines if this if, mosquito is has Zika or not or something. Could. Right, so there are some mosquitoes that do carry. Mm-hmm. So one example is male mosquitoes don't bite, right? Um, but could have the I disease. Didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, just dog bite, I, I learned don't that don't matter. Like they, yeah. you're gonna die, die today. Boom. <laughs> by the way, the male mosquitoes are less likely to hang around you because they're not biting you. It turns out the mosquitoes don't use it for food. Of course, it's only the female mosquitoes that bite. It <laughs> makes perfect sense. <laughs> All is right in the universe. Only mosquito, female mosquitoes bite. They actually don't use it for food. They use it for the components that are in the blood um, to create the eggs, which is just interesting. You're using me. They're they're using you for their future. They don't even. They don't need you for now. They need you for later. Yeah. So that's. Well, uh, you know what that means for the next mosquito. You're you're gonna. The same thing. <laughs> Even for the last mosquito. So you're, so you're, t- you're telling me you're not going to wait. Is that is that a is that a male mosquito? No, no, it got no, to go. Yeah, die, yeah. die. You got any news? I do have some news. Got plenty of news here. So just let's get into some marketing news specifically. So one of the things. Bing ads, any Bing ad users out there? So right. Bing ads editor is just now uh, released in beta for Mac. Right. Okay. So Mac never had a Bing ads editor version. They could only log in and use the web. And so now ad editor is available for Mac. Um, it's in beta. They said after years of waiting, Mac users finally get a native desktop editor for Bing ads with all of the features of the PC version. Punch in the face to you, Bing. Thank you for catching up. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, thank you for catching up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, so this is why we're broadcasting live on Facebook. They got new Facebook Live features. Like, Facebook Live is growing so fast yeah. that Facebook has to pedal to the metal and help them promote it. So, a couple of new features, which we will probably try soon if yeah. it's available. Yeah. New two-person pot, two-person broadcast. Oh, sweet! Yeah. Super sweet, yeah. dude. So yeah, we can. You don't have to be here. We, we can, can interview you. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Cuts. Give us a call. Oh, wanna... Hello, Skype competition. I mean, oh, like, yeah. let's see the market they're going up. towards. Yeah. And then the other one they have is they got pre-scheduled broadcasts, and you can actually pre-schedule them and let people log on early and have like a virtual waiting room. Oh. That's cool. We yeah, need that because awesome. we you know, we never like start on time today. You would have been an hour in the virtual waiting room and and complained about uh, you know the doctor's not available. So the fact that that the you know Facebook spending so much time on live stream brings me to the next piece of news about YouTube. Right, they're trying to play catch up, and ironically, they started the live streaming first through Hangouts and YouTube, and then Facebook launched it and just went live with it. So YouTube is now bringing live streaming to their mobile app. I it saw was, that. Yeah, it's yeah, only I available on desktop. Now they're bringing it to the mobile app. Kudos to you, YouTube. I think you're a little too late. Um, and I only say that because 
the people interact on YouTube differently than they do on yep. Facebook. One of the reasons live works so well on Facebook is because all of the connections are right yep. here. And then on YouTube, if you don't have as many subscribers as let's say as yep. you have friends or likes, I'm not a big YouTube subscriber. I subscribe to like three things. I subscribe to like my personal one, like to ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like in the church, and and, and that's only because I'm posting. <laughs> have you ever even seen a notification that we were live? I Ever? can't say that I have. Ever. Because right? it goes to my social tab, yeah. probably. And so, meanwhile... So Jessica connected right now. She's been... Mm-hmm. I wonder... Jessica, I wonder... And two uh, of the listeners. And let, let us know if you've actually watched the podcast before. One, in just the video on YouTube. And two, if you've ever watched it live. Um, or is this your first time watching this live? Probably a first. Yeah, it's probably a first. Because there is no notification... Our notification has to go out on Twitter. That's one platform where you click to the mm-hmm. other platform. Mm-hmm. Or a newsletter we'll send out. But yeah, other than yeah. that, yeah, there's yeah, no, so no easy way to notify YouTube. That's going to be a challenge to yep. get the same type of usability for that perspective. Uh, but they're rolling that out. Oh, back to speaking of Twitter and speaking of videos. So now. 120? 140. 140. Just match the character count, right? Yeah. 140 characters, videos can be 100. You do that from the beginning. Like, it just makes sense. Well, like, trying to, probably trying to preserve bandwidth or whatever, yeah. and then you realize, okay, 30 seconds is not enough. Yeah. 140 seconds. That's what's up. And my last deal is a punch in the face to Instagram. They've hit the a big mark, 500 million monthly active users. Wow. Yeah. And then they said out of that 500 million, 300 million use this app every day. Wow. I'm probably in the 300 million. So yeah. that's what's up. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. I mean, I, I'm a lot more. I'm probably every other day. And that's, you know, for, for business purposes, it's not you know, like my circle doesn't use yeah. it, which has to happen, right? If your yeah. circle uses my it. My circle uses it. That's why I'm it. on it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all there is to it. Oh, that's why I've been. Let me do this real quick. Go ahead. Excellent. Great news. So uh, I am going to get to the review that we got. This review, punch in the face to Mr. Desmond Abrams. Uh, great job. He left us a review, and it was uh, on Google My Business, a Google My Business review. Mm-hmm. This and is Snapchat, that review by the way. Was Five stars. Let's do five that again. Five star review because <laughs> every review was five stars. There we and, go. Uh, uh, here, here it goes. <laughs> I always feel like I'm right in the room with you both in the mid- in the beginning of the podcast as I yell. That's him with you. <laughs> Top position snatchers. LOL. I start listening to hey, your podcast. So many people do that though. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and five stars. Like I've had people say it on the phone to me before. Five stars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I started listening to your podcast weekly around six to seven months ago this is an awesome story I took me about one to three months to go through every episode and get caught up you guys deliver awesome tips each show and keep it fun and entertaining at the same time I am beginning to restructure my entire site and put all your tips to use and hopefully see some conversions uh, in the future thanks for giving us weekly shows and great tips and also keeping the shows at the 30 minute mark don't be a douche that's how he finished it right there don't be don't, a douche and man, I bet that's probably the tone he intended when he put that in yeah he was like don't be a douche it's not a, he should have said not a good look uh, punch on the face punch Desmond in the face Abrams. to you man Great. appreciate you tuning in I'm glad that you feel watch live on Facebook right now you probably really feel like you're with us all right, so uh, that is the potatoes of the podcast. Let's. Uh, oh wait, I did have one one uh, one patif. This one is for Roger Dix. Uh, he's he works in Scotland and Cumbria in Scotland, or like the, I think that's south. And uh, punch in the face. Him had a great conversation. He was looking out for one of his customers. Okay, yeah, some podcast questions. fan. Podcast fan. Um, and by the way, it's cool. It was a whiskey 
driving whiskey tours in Scotland. Oh, is, whiskey tours in Scotland? Do. Yeah, yeah. Come on, mate. It's like, yeah, well, they probably just, say mate in Scotland, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's mate. It's yeah. mate. It's mate. mate. Hop in the car, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And whiskey. That was British, actually. Scottish, I struggle with the word. No, anyway, whatever. So, uh, punch in the face to you, Greg Dix. Right, excuse me, Roger. Roger Dix. I don't even know who Greg, Greg is right now. Greg is talking about you. Cool. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, so we got this article, man, from Search Engine Land, published by Jason uh, Demers. He says, seven e-commerce SEO trends uh, we're seeing in 2016. And so we really wanted to tap in and see what these seven e-commerce right. trends are. Like I said, I already went through the article and great, great, great tips in here. And most of these are applicable to not only e-commerce sites, but anybody in general. If you're a business and you have a website, then some most of these are applicable to you. He starts off by saying few types of online businesses can even benefit from SEO more than e-commerce websites that allow for direct consumer transactions. Not only can you secure more web traffic, you can also optimize specific product pages to funnel traffic to your most profitable popular pages and he's absolutely right right you had an e-commerce site and you're getting tons of traffic and you know you have some products that tend to um, sell more than others then you should optimize those specific pages drive traffic there and just throughout your whole site take advantage of the fact that you can optimize specific product pages and things like that because the way kind of e-commerce sites are if you have a product you inherently have a page for that product you can add content and everything else so let's get right into it Number one. One. He says, um, out of the box SEO is better than ever. Out of the box SEO. So that's like kind of off the shelf SEO or some plugin or something like that. Matter of fact, he goes on to say, in fact, some out of the box solutions have emerged in the template web design industry, enabling webmasters to ensure the on-site optimization of their sites in just a few steps, such as Yoast. And he's right. Like Yoast is awesome. We use it. We've built it into our framework. Uh, we use it every day. But let me say this, it still takes some knowledge of SEO. It still takes some understanding and concepts of how search engine optimization goes. Yoast and all these other tools will do a great job of helping you with URLs and helping you with keyword density and helping you make sure you're not doing after the same word over and over again. But at the same time, if you don't know that, if you don't know what your target keyword should be, if you haven't done the research to figure out how what content should go on here, then the tool really don't help you because you don't know how to use it. Yep. Right? So you still need to do the research. You still need to understand what you're going after. You still need to understand what people are looking for mm -hmm. when they're looking for you. Apply that knowledge to the use of these different plugins and different tools, and then you'll you'll be you'll be good. Because what happens is, what I notice, I see a lot of website uh, designers and other you know companies selling uh, SEO friendly site and this and that, and the, you know by default it'll give you a a, a friendly URL, for example. But just because the URL is friendly, right? Don't necessarily mean your site's optimized. Mm. You just got a friendly URL, right? And so you need to have the the logic behind the tool in order to really make it work for you. Number two, he says long form content is crucial. And I totally agree, especially in this day and age. He says long form content provides more detail, more long tail and conversational phrases, which lead to more relevant search queries and more market uh, differences from increased competition. It's long form content. Every site you go to right now has some long form content. If they don't, they should and and it's just necessary the key what i realized though about long form content the key to long form content in order to really make it work for you 
you got to do the research. Like you have to put in that time and do your due diligence to create said long form content. Because if you try to force it without doing the research, then you're going to end up probably sidejacking some site and duplicating some content or sounding really repetitive, sounding really, really douchey because you <laughs> didn't do the research. And so do the research so you can work on this long form content. Well, what kind of research took? I'm glad you asked. Well, Data, like, I don't know, charts, images, graphs, whatever numbers and information that you can find to support the content you're writing about, whatever examples or case studies and things like that is what fill up that long form content. You just got to have it because at the end of the day. That's what we're scanning for anyway. Right. <laughs> when you do see a long-form content, you don't just start off reading it. You scan first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got a chart. Oh, bullet points. Oh, this. And then if you see three things you like, Boom, you start reading. You start reading. Details, yeah. Exactly. So you need to have that research in, in, in order for your long-form content um, to even work for you. Three. Number three. Shareability is key. He's absolutely right. I totally concur. He says one of the best ways to generate more visibility and more primary and secondary ranking signals is to encourage more social sharing throughout the shopping and checkout process. And again, he's talking about e-commerce and he's right. You should encourage sharing during the shopping and checkout process. And hold on. And after after is what I really want to say. After, after. I probably, to be honest, I probably wouldn't encourage much sharing Mm -mm. during the checkout. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely do it after. But while you're adding the card and subtotaling, I need you distraction free. (laughs) So you can complete the conversion. But once you've got to that order received page, share this order with everybody. Like it on Facebook. Repin this. Tweak that. and, And all of the above. Yeah, you just have to do and that. Then follow up after the sale with email that say, you know, with an email that says, "Hey, did you get the product or the exactly. service? Are you happy about it? Oh, great, you were happy about it. Maybe a short quiz. If you were happy about it, then um, then you go in. Yeah, you can hit that. Then you go and um, with, you share like, it. Share it. <laughs> share it. And, and, and he's talking about e-commerce, and I'm talking about in general. This could don't necessarily have to be a product. Or check out, it could be a popular blog post, it could be a white paper, it could be an infographic, it could be all of this other type of content that's on your site. Shareability is still important here, especially if it's a blog post. And he mentioned plugins earlier, they got plenty of plugins you can use that will add social sharing icons to the bottom of every post where people can one click away, get this on their favorite feed, whether it's Reddit or wherever they want to share it to. You have to give people that option. Just important. Number four. Four. He says uh, video content is outperforming pretty much every other kind of content. He's right. I really could just, um, duh, and then go to the next point, but let's sit on that for a minute. He says, as mobile devices, Wi-Fi availability, and video sharing capabilities become more advanced and prominent, users are demanding more video content. And we are. Why are we Facebook live right now? Why are we YouTube streaming at the same exact time? Because people want video content. And especially in an e-commerce situation. If you're selling products that people need to use, then that is great video content of people demonstrating these products or reviewing these products, um, um, showing how to assemble these products, uh, maybe before and after test of these products, um, uh, unboxing of these products, whatever kind of video content you can create of your specific products, the better. You take it a step further, which is what he's suggesting, and include that video on the page. Include that video on the page. We're talking about SEO trends. And we all know that video videos help drive SEO. And so you want to have these products 
with corresponding videos on those pages. Now, consider your site if it's not an e-commerce site. Maybe you're an AC repair guy or maybe you're a plumber and you have, I don't know, Capital Care, you got a water heater page and you have a tankless water heater page and you have a water heater replacement page and you have a, a drain cleaning page. All these like pages worked on a, an account like all that. These, I'm shooting slugs at one of our clients on the low. You need videos <laughs> for each one of these pages, right? You need to have this type of video content so that way these pages can end up ranking a little bit higher. It's necessary. Number, Number five. five. He says mobile optimization is now absolutely critical. Yep. Absolutely critical. And I agree. Matter of fact, he goes on to say mobile optimization is about offering the best possible content and functionality, keyword and functionality, um, experience to the mobile users. Now, uh, we've always said this, and I'll tell Jason the same thing. Anybody who always says focus on mobile, 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 I advise you to go check your analytics first because mobile, mobile, mobile may not need to be your focus. Right. True enough. It is the fastest growing uh, segment, segment yeah. for, for visits to your website. But that depends on your industry, right? Right. We still have clients who who mobile is their third most visited, and the desktop is number one, right? And so you just really have to gauge. Now, if mobile is your number one, um, like your donut shop, I know. Right. Then yeah, you mobile functionality, mobile usability should be your primary. But if, if you know over fifty percent of your traffic is desktop, then don't exclude desktop just to focus on mobile. You have to make sure. Be careful about your assumptions, right? You may assume, hey, my industry is probably not mobile. We know that uh, typically engineering and, and business related, mm-hmm. business to business, are have significantly more workstation traffic. Uh, but we got a financial services client that uh, that, that does leases. And when we, when we launched their website, literally, I remember your first conference call with them is, is it actually possible that we've doubled our conversions because we're mobile friendly? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Now, now people who, all of these people who couldn't engage with you on your site, now it's easy to engage. Yep. Google recognized it and you got a bump for that. And so in those situations, you're absolutely right because their site just wasn't mobile friendly. Right. And so their analytics would have told them that, Mm, mobile traffic yeah. was low, right. right? And it was low because it wasn't mobile friendly. Right. And so we cleaned the code up. We still focused on desktop. We just made the site responsive, made it look nice on a mobile device, and that popped it. Boom. And when it popped it, then we went back and revisited it and started working on that mobile functionality yeah. to make it more user friendly. The key point here is check your analytics, get an understanding of your data so you'll know which direction you really need to go in. And why don't you just do this? Pull up your site on your mobile device and pretend you're a customer trying to find what a customer might be looking yeah. for. I was on a. Oh, better yet, get like get like somebody you you know who's not familiar with your business to do it. Yeah, because it's your site. You're gonna go right to it. Yeah, but get mom to do it. I can tell you, I pulled up a dentist website the other day. Uh, one of our prospects, and you know, when if you pull up a dentist website mobile, you're looking for two things: call and how do I get there? Yep. That's it. And so I'm like, okay. Maybe hours. Maybe, right? And, and you know, maybe some research because you happen to be in the de- another doctor's mm-hmm. office or your dentist, your actual dentist just pissed you off. So you're like, let Look me find it. another one. Um, but, but their phone number was at the bottom and directions weren't, weren't easily re- you know, readily available. Ooh, that's asking for a bounce. Yeah. Asking for a bounce. Number six. Six. He says, voice search and digital assistance are gaining popularity and usage. 
He's right. Yep. You know, hello Google now or okay Google. Right. I find myself okay Googling all the time. My mama thinks it's magic. She thought it was awesome. Yeah. Like, okay Google. She's like, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it's really cool. You should like just set up uh, the Amazon. Uh, oh, speaker uh, deals, right uh, whatever it's called. Um, what is it, Alexa? Alexa what, yeah. yeah. So he goes on to say, uh, savvy e-commerce marketers are beginning to capitalize off this trend, offering more colloquial phrasing and more optimization for long tail phrases and more rich answers. And he's right. You got to understand this. The fact that more people are using voice search means keywords are kind of going out the window. Because that same person who, who searches on the desktop for uh, AC Repair Houston on their mobile voice searches, I need an AC Repair guy. Yeah. Different, totally search, totally different search term, yeah. totally different search query, phrase, yeah. same intent. Yeah. Same exact intent, right? But long tail phrase that's spoken by voice versus a short tail, short term phrase that's typed, right? And so you need to, that's when you go back to his third point about long form content, <laughs> that's one of the benefits of long form content is you have... 1100 words to, take to write conversational sentences to get those phrases that people who may be using voice search can actually pull up on take advantage that might be our pro tip number seven and this seven. is his last one he says uh, local results are becoming more prominent Local results are becoming more prominent. He goes on to say, e-commerce companies often don't think about a local strategy since they operate on a national level and therefore want to target a large, larger national audience. However, pursuing a local strategy in addition can help e-commerce companies differentiate themselves from the competition. Yep. He's right. And we've already preached that. Look, I understand you have a national account. I understand you ship globally. We're yeah. going to rank you in your local area. You just have to do that. Let's kill it here. Let's kill it here. home base first. For a couple reasons. One, we've kind of realized that once we get you ranking top locally, it's kind of easier to spread out and get you to rank nationally yep. in the top. But when you go after a national audience up front, it can take a little longer. It's possible. It takes a lot heavier. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's just a lot more work, a lot more activity. Meanwhile, getting you ranking locally first kind of brings you more higher quality leads because these guys are local. Just like me. For example, I realized something I'll do. As much as I shop Amazon, right. as much as I'm always ordering... I still check fries first because <laughs> right, I can possibly right. go pick it up. Yep. I don't have to wait two days yep. for Prime to send it. I can just go get it. Yep. And fries is price is usually comparable. And so, local. Yep. Try local first. Well, and we we believe in going after low hanging fruit, right? So when, yep. when we get a new client, the first thing we want to do is uh, start covering our fees. Yeah. And you get that by going after the low hanging fruit. And if that's just local search and dominating your local area. That's what we do. And yeah. then we start expanding it and making it bigger and then state. And so for some clients, that may be enough. Yeah. They don't even realize it. They're a national service, but you got so much local business that... Yeah, you need to restructure You need to restructure some stuff now. Now you got some issues going on because you can't afford to get 50 states worth of traffic. Yeah. So that was uh, Jason Demir's seven e-commerce SEO trends oh, we're seeing in 2016. Man, punch in the face to you. Great article. And I feel like most of these trends could be applicable to any website. Absolutely. All right. That was the meat of our podcast. Do we have any, any what news? Do we have some what you news? You do have some what news. Yeah. We, we actually have some what news. That was awesome. <laughs> that one, that what news. You know what? And that was with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm feel, and, and I'm changing it though. This yeah. is what news did, does not go to Tony Robbins. Okay, it does not go to Tony Robbins. You, we changed originally. You you mentioned it to me earlier. You're like, okay, my what news is for Tony Robbins? I just want to let you know. And now. It goes to those people who burned their feet. Yeah. <laughs> Not him. Yeah. The but people the who people burned, burned their, feet. their feet, they get the they get the what news. So he did uh, he was in Houston. He's a huge if you don't know him, he's a huge Go look him up. Tony Robbins, yeah. great professional speaker, motivational speaker, uh sales Impressive training, the guy. whole nine yeah. just mind guy. Very awesome with his presentations. Awesome guy. Yeah. Right. And so he did the seminar here in Houston and at the end of the seminar inside the parking lot they had the coal bed where people brave souls could walk across the fiery yeah, coal. Yeah. Half of the people done it successfully. I got a few Facebook friends. Shout out to the BNI Memorial chapter and those who went and that were punching the face to them yeah. and who did successfully. By the way, I got to kick you in the shin. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I felt it. <laughs> and then, but but this this this, this blank stare goes to those people who who didn't. Yeah, the people who was apparently walking too slow. Yeah, <laughs> not picking up their feet. You didn't high step. Yeah, <laughs> or you had an issue and ended up in the hospital with degree the burns. Dude in front of you was going too slow or something. You didn't shove him or her. Why didn't you just get? Off on the side. Step off, yeah. Yeah, so so this blank stick goes to you guys for literally burning your feet. And, you know, I've got a good friend who who's in the kind of human um, uh, expert. Uh, human behavior. Human behavior expert area arena and has written some articles on, you know, be mindful of the guru, right? And so here's the situation where you just trust him. You know it's going to work. You're, you have all of this 100% confidence and, and you actually shut. So part, interesting, part of that your defense process down. is shutting your defense down because you're walking across hard, hard, uh, hot coals. But you also don't shut it down so much that you're not safe, yeah, which is they, interesting. By the way, it's just in general, it's a very rough dilemma because it's not safe to walk on coals. It's just about you know kind of controlling your fears. And I don't understand why they weren't running. Like I yeah. couldn't go until everybody was off. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, I may like run and then take the last three steps slow, just because I saw other people taking it slow. Yeah, right? but I'm, I'm gonna like, get these first nine steps yeah, out the I'll way. Get out of the way. I'm good. <laughs> you know, I can hop off. I might long jump and yeah. then take three steps. <laughs> it's, it's the hot cold triple jump. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 that's, that's the wood news. Man. All right. So um, hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet the internet uh give eweb results a a call for increased revenue in your business our phone number is 713-592-6724 i want to let you know if you have a referral that's somebody interested in internet marketing any type of internet marketing you send them to us they pay their bill we pay you we have a great referral program in place I am actually doing live broadcasted networking almost every Thursday, so keep an eye out for that if you want to catch that. It's here; it is here in Houston, uh, but will probably be expanding throughout mm-hmm. the country in in six months or so. So that's pretty exciting. It's called Up Social Network, uh, and remember, we were filmed live here at five nine 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 West Thirty Fourth Street, Suite One Hundred Six, Houston, Texas seven seven zero nine two. Uh, a transcript, video, and audio of this podcast yep. are available on our Facebook video uh, and at our website, eWebResults.com. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. You have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast in iTunes. Really, thank you. Danke schön. Gracias. And uh, until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, eyebrow. My way, cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl, pine and shine.
she's gonna set me free In my daydream she's my fantasy If I find her I'll die happily Balance check, balance check, check. One, two, seven uh, uh. SEO Podcast 327 I'm preaching about marketing You can call me a Revin' It's the podcast you don't really wanna miss It's Chuck and Chris and we back So please tune to this uh, Got marketing tips for those who tuning in that's all I got to say. So let's get to doing it then. Make, Yo, check out Facebook. Also. Oh, check out on Facebook Live. What's up? Tune in right now. Yeah.